Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched 007, Road to a Million Kills. <laughs> On Prime TV or what? What? It, yeah, Prime Video. What'd you think? I thought this show I don't know <laughs> okay all of its pieces are bad let's start with telling the people what this is about because it wasn't James Bond spin-off, spin-off set in MI6 or anything like I thought it was going to be no I knew that this was a reality competition from the start um, A I find it hilarious that MGM, I think it was, sold or basically Prime, Amazon Prime bought the rights to James Bond like two years ago or something like that. Because I remember the Fleming estate being pissed like they're going to fuck this up. They're going to make TV shows about Bond and Bond has always been about big bombastic movies and blah, 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 blah. And I found it very funny that the first thing that they do with it is make a reality competition. Number one. Number two, the real reason I picked this is I saw an article that I only just now double checked to corroborate seems to be legit that the only reason Brian Cox signed on to this is because he thought he was going to be in a Bond movie. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. That makes so much sense. Anyway, this is a, 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 a an amazing race combined with who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, who wants to be a millionaire, but without the phone a friend. Yeah, that's kind of it. It's it's just who wants to be a millionaire plus Big Brother or not Big Brother, Amazing Race, and mostly Amazing Race. I kind of liked the you get some clues and you have to go find the question, the trivia question that you have to answer for money. I I, I thought that that was interesting. Why they shoehorned in James Bond to this is so beyond me. Because this, the only thing that this had to do with James Bond is that the title is 007 colon Road to a Million. This isn't even, this isn't even like a thing that James Bond does. James Bond doesn't run around looking for like clues he, he that a megalomaniac gives him to get money. Yeah. Like the, the guy says. This is more like a Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The guy says, uh, uh, I find that one of the biggest motivators for people is money. And I'm like, wrote down in my note, like, yeah, or like trying to stop a nuclear bomb going off or anything that James Bond does. Like what the. Try not to die. Yeah. Oh, so odd. I. What? <laughs> Poor Brian. Cause like legit, he could be a Batman villain or a uh, Batman he could be a Bond villain. He could be a Batman villain too. Yeah, he yeah for sure. Like nobody would blink an eye if he got cast as a villain in a he, Bond movie. He absolutely <laughs> the, the the interstitials where we see him in his little like command center where he's watching these things happen. He's definitely not watching no, these things or happen. Talking to them directly. Or no, anything. not even not his, even a little bit. His it's all shoot pre- was one day of him sitting there doing like. But he <laughs> hammed it the fuck up when yeah. he did that shit. Like the the very <laughs> subtle, just like. Hmm. Like just those, yeah, we're we're all top notch. 
but ultimately pointless. Yeah, when I they were showing Brian Cox or whatever, I was thinking like, man, they really missed out on an opportunity to make him the villain of this reality competition. And then they said, oh, the only thing standing in their way is me. And then he doesn't do anything to stand in their way. Yeah, what he actually does is helps them. He gives them clues. Here's, here's some clues. <laughs> yeah. To, to take you to some trivia questions for the most part. And then one where it's just, hey, measure this snake. <laughs> yeah. I hope, dude. I hope that there was they were supervised in person, off camera. There was somebody standing there supervising the handling of that snake. Oh, hold on. I, I got I to gotta look that up because it did not feel like it. There, there could. There's no way that they didn't like. What as soon as they were gonna go for that snake, somebody didn't walk in the room, room and introduce themselves. It's like, hey, I'm Jim. I'm the snake handler. Uh, I'm just here to supervise. Pretend I'm not here while you're on camera. I can give you some tips. Make sure we don't hurt this snake. I, Kathy ended up watching most of this with me, and she made the point that that snake was very recently fed, which makes them really, really, really docile. Like. Yeah. Sleepy, whatever. But I don't know how much. I think the concept from the start was kind of dumb because they were I don't think they were hurting the snake, but they were kind of having to manhandle that snake and try and right. force it into position in order to be able to to measure it. Yeah. And they didn't know. Uh, presumably had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. No fucking clue. I feel like setting up Brian Cox to be the villain of this should have been way cooler. I think he should have done more to try and stop them for example i think the whole looking while they're in italy for this chateau this very specific house that they're looking for while not knowing the language so they had to they had an hour to find their question and answer it i think it would have been really cool if they also had to put on laser tag vests and they were being hunted through the streets of italy oh yeah i'm telling you dude like there's something the bones of this are okay yeah i agree it's just dumb other climbing a mountain i don't i don't care to watch that's why i've never watched the amazing race i don't oh. care have you ever watched sound of music <laughs> yes much uh like the sound of music those two sisters climb every mountain <laughs> they they definitely they definitely had a hard time yeah. Yep. <laughs> I felt so bad for them. I honestly, I felt like the first guys kind of lucked out themselves too, yeah. because the clues they're given is like, "Hey, over there, there's a there's a bay. Find your clue there." And then they had to go digging under the the, the ocean, the literal ocean, in order to find their clue. Yeah. And then they got a kind of hard trivia question. I wasn't a hundred percent sure on the answer. I only half listened to every last one of those questions oh but but that that is the thing kathy was most in on was the trivia <laughs> yeah uh it was the shakespeare characters one like wh which of these shakespeare was characters was a historical figure that was buried here basically um, yeah, I thought that's what it said, but yeah. I didn't think because the answer ended up being Macbeth. I didn't think Macbeth was a real. Right. So that that's where the trick was, is uh, that was the, the two guys's discussion. And they, they had a decent discussion about it because they're like, OK, so 
Hamlet is a tragedy. Richard III is a historical play. And Ham and Macbeth is a tragedy. So logically, it'd be the historical one. But uh, not just logically, it seemed to me, and maybe I misremember the question. And it's from this point forward that I really stopped listening to the questions because. But it the question read to me as someone is literally interred here. Yeah. Macbeth, Macbeth wasn't a real character, so he wasn't literally inter- interred here. Macbeth was a real person. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, and I, I was, I was along with you on that. Is I had to double check. It's like, oh wait, Macbeth was real, and then I looked it up. I was like, oh, that's right. I took a Shakespeare course in college. I know this. I didn't. And then they have to activate a smoke grenade. <laughs> <laughs> for their answer so there's a canister labeled a canister labeled b canister labeled c so if they want to answer b they just pull the pin on that canister and if it's a red smoke grenade they're wrong and if it's green they're correct <laughs> which is what made the sisters losing after their very first question such a wet fart of an ending for them it just was so all this build up to hunting around mountains for hours and hours looking for their question finding it and then just oh it's red smoke yeah and now they're done I yeah guess? they're done they're done that's huh. the end it felt like walked around those mountains for a day oh and I, I wonder if they got help at some point. They were like, I suspect given because we saw them one around maybe two and just given the sheer number of mountains that they were having to climb around. Uh, I definitely had the thought, are they just going to let them wander around forever? Yeah. Uh, and then they cut back. I This is what I part of what I didn't like about the show is how they cut between these groups. This is a staple of of British reality shows is. The competition isn't really all that much of a competition most of the time. And these groups aren't competing against each other in any fashion. No, they're just trying to win. Each- it's just who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. And we're sort of following each of their games concurrently. But really, we only follow two of them today. Right. I can't imagine there's more than nine or ten. Oh, maybe there's just going to be a lot of people that suck and get booted after one question. Oh, yeah. I mean, so there's nine pairs of people in the show. Yeah. I mean, the that first question wasn't a gimme, so. Fair enough. Yeah. How do you think you and me would do in this show? I knew you were going to ask that question. Yeah, of course. Terribly. Why? I don't think either of us are fit enough physically to climb whoa, a, whoa, a mountain. Whoa. <laughs> I, I'm up to 40 or 50 flights of stairs on the stair machine when I work out. But that's, Really, dude? Yeah, that's nothing compared to climbing a goddamn mountain. <laughs> that's that's fair. God, there was just... It was so much walking. It was so much walking and just fucking about. I No. The questions... Also, we would have done terribly on because I none of these questions I knew the answer to. Right. We would have gotten to go to Venice, maybe. We would have had to answer one question to get to. No, not one. Two questions to get to Venice. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is maybe we don't sign up to do this, do this show, but maybe we sign up to do The Amazing Race. Oh, I did The Amazing Race with you. Okay. This is our audition tape for The Amazing Race. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, no, no. Yo, 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 what's good? Who does Amazing Race? NBC? CBS, I think. 
Yo, 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 what's good, CBS? This is your boy, Michael. And this is E-Rad. <laughs> and we're the Episode 1 Radical Podcast. You should put us on your show. Yeah, we'd have to make a video. Oh, wait, do we know anybody that makes videos? <laughs> that would do this for us? No. <laughs> I know somebody who would, like... Give us a quote for hire a company to do it for him. Okay. You do that. That's that's step one. You get the quote. I and then go on. I bet I could like leverage like my next birthday present into that video getting made for us. Are we doing this thing? <laughs> I'll talk to my peeps. Hold on. Let's before we get all excited, let's check out the uh eligibility requirements we might be shit out of luck why you can't be too radical please please review the faq in the terms of use for more detailed information no link to the faq there's no faq no rules just like i like it <laughs> we're, we're gonna be the bad boys of the amazing race cbs <laughs> i'm gonna wear a backwards baseball cap the whole time and anytime there's a chair, I'm going to sit in it backwards. <laughs> Why? I need to. Okay, here we go. Here's the frequently asked questions. Do I need to be a U.S. citizen? Yes. Check. Check. Minimum age requirement. Must be 18 years or older to apply. Check. Except in some other states, but we're not in those states. When will I find out if I make it into the next round of casting oh, between June and September 2023? So, spoiler alert, we didn't make it into this round of casting. <laughs> when do they film the upcoming season? Uh, they were filming in October, so maybe maybe next year. If we want to to increase our chances of making it into the show, can I apply more than once this season with several different teammates? <laughs> Yes, you can. Eric, I wouldn't want to do The Amazing Race with anybody but you. Please ensure your video is less than 50 megabytes. So we time, I, that seems exceptionally small, right? I don't know. We're going to hire some professionals. Yeah, we're going to have to hire a professional for this. Okay. Do it for free. Okay. Pitch team, yep. At each destination, completes a series of challenges, some mental, some physical. We're clearly the best at both of those things. Mm -hmm. If there's a podcasting challenge, we're going to fucking crush it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm in. We're doing it. All right, cool. Also, we wouldn't have Brian Cox breathing down our necks the entire time. Right. Let's see. What else do I have for this? What did you have? The the first brothers that we follow through most of this, James, bros. James and Joey, whose last name is Bone. Right. The Bone Bros. Right. That was my crew's nickname in college. Your what nickname? My crew. Me and my crew. We called ourselves the Bone Bros. I thought you said your cruise nickname, like like a cruise ship. <laughs> like you went on so many cruises that they called you yep, the Bone the Bros. Bone 
Um, yeah, that's they they really hit the family name lottery with that. Yeah. Both in the last name and also having a brother because Bone Sisters doesn't ring the same way. It's not as alliterative. Right. That's that's the main point. It, that could be a cool nickname for some sisters, though. The Bone Sisters? Not as cool as the Bone Bros. I'm not saying yeah. that there isn't a cool nickname out there for sisters. Right. But Bone Sisters isn't as cool as Bone Bros. <laughs> okay. Throw a poll up in our Discord. I'm looking to see if I can even do this in uh, Discord. I'm sure I can. I just don't know how. Need I need a, to get a bot into there, I think. Which I can do. We'll just have to figure it out for going forward. Yeah, I'll figure it out going forward. Uh, I've been meaning to look into... There are a couple bots that I'd want to put in there just for the sake of being able to do polls, being able to schedule notifications that hey this episode is up now Mm -hmm. go listen whatever nice you know for the one person that's in there aside from us we are getting blown up dude i mean we are the fastest growing discord channel we went from zero to one member that's like that's like an infinite amount of growth yeah that's like twice as many members as we had yeah (laughs) Speaking of the Discord, we had an idea in there that got like a lot of traction and everybody seemed to like it. Uh-huh. About us writing each other mind traps. Did anybody react to it aside from me? Like was there just like a, a a thumbs up or anything? I don't know. Okay. Did you write a mind trap? No. Oh, okay. I wrote a mind trap. Yeah, no. I'm just saying I responded to your comment is all I'm saying. Oh. Not that I wrote Thank a Thank you? Yeah. Is that? Are you looking for a thank you? No, I, oh. I'm I'm calling you out on the fact that I don't think that this got any traction. <laughs> you never let me exaggerate the responses we get to things. Yeah, I think you and I have opposite approaches to how we promote this podcast. I prefer to set the bar exceptionally low, and you prefer prefer to make up bars all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, mind trap me. Oh, you want it right now? We're talking about it. Okay. So. This is just got to be a fucking Michael's music. Oh, god damn it. (laughs) Do you know how I knew that? Do you genuinely want to know how I knew? It's the look in your goddamn eyes. Oh, I was going to, yes, I was going to backdoor Michael's musing. (laughs) I I didn't realize there was a look in your eye when you do a Michael's musing (laughs) until this very second when all I could think is, oh, this is a Michael's musing. (laughs) And that's, I just, the dots connected real time. That's the sort of banter you're going to get on the Amazing Race CBS. (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm not even going to do it now. Okay. <laughs> You'll just shoehorn it into a Michael's Musing later. It's cool. Yeah. All right. What's next? Oh, I've got a Michael's Musing if you want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Sure. <laughs> you know, like, uh, 
like baking stuff. Uh huh. I'm aware of the concept of baking. Yeah. So over the course of thousands of years, I'm assuming it's taken probably millions and millions of people hours of trial and error and accidental discovery to get this the techniques down to get to where we're at. But it feels like we've been making like cake for a few hundred years now. And my question is, cake really the best we could do? We still got people out there with these ingredients fucking around seeing if we can do anything better. Because <laughs> what if there's something else? Well, I got you with that one. <laughs> like, we got me more than anything. <laughs> What's your inability to get through without laughing yourself? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Why stop at cake? We could have Dake or, or Gake or Jake. I liked how, what's his name, Brian Cox? Yeah. The long pauses for like, your answer is. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I hated that because <laughs> I don't think he paused that long at all. <laughs> I think they just edited it to make it longer oh yeah probably like they, i'm gonna do they do the same thing you're gonna make that even longer <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the longest episode of the podcast yet <laughs> just a solid 20 minutes of silence you know what i changed my mind i am gonna live in a world where brian cox is giving that long of a pause because every other instance that he could brian cox hammed it the fuck up on this show dude that was like really powerful and really like impressive the way that you just like changed your whole like reality and mindset like that on it. Mm -hmm. You were just like, you know what? No, I am going to live in this world. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, try I'm trying. I'm trying to do things. <laughs> I'm trying to live a happier <laughs> life. And if if me living a happier life is uh ignoring the fact that that was probably just editing and pretending instead that brian cox sat in a stage and, and see here's the best part of imagining that right now he wasn't alone in that room that means there were people with like mics and cameras and shit like that that were just waiting with bated breath for him to answer yeah so it's not just the people that are getting the answer from his recording or his phone call or whatever it is the people in the room that are shooting this with him that are like Brian, you got to say something. <laughs> Brian, Brian, you. Bri, bri, correct. Oh, my God. Thank God. He, he starts out oh, by going God. by going like, I'm only doing this one in one take. <laughs> he just sits there staring at him. Yeah. He sits there staring at them and then he can see them getting antsy about like, you've got to say something. And he just turns to them and stares. He's got the, that fucking Logan Roy uh, daggers from succession just staring daggers into their heart and they are too afraid to fucking move he's holding up like uh signs like put me in a bond movie 
do it. Give me a raise. Yeah. Holding the whole production hostage. Absolutely. I also want to live in a world, and so I'm going to, where I imagine that the next Bond movie that is casting its villain, he just sends them the video clips from this show as his audition tape. Just, this is what I can do with this piece of shit. Yeah. Who would you cast in this besides in this show besides Brian Cox? As the host slash villain? Yeah. I think there, if they were going to lean harder into the villain doing something, like sending henchmen after them and shit like that, I feel like this would have been a great opportunity to bring back Christoph Waltz as Blowfield. Ooh. Yeah. I think if he could take it seriously, Brian Cranston. But he might be too... He might not be able to take it. Oh, I think if he knew the idea was to lean into it and all he had to do was shoot for a day, which is all he that all that got done here, uh, he would kill this. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. He'd crush it. Oh, uh, do you think we could get um, the There Will Be Blood guy out of retirement? Daniel Day-Lewis? Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> He's retired from acting. They could sell it to him like, this isn't technically acting. Well, that's what I'm thinking is how do we trick him into doing it? Also, uh, what about like some female actors? Like, I think that... <laughs> I'm not laughing at the idea of female actors. I'm laughing at the idea that you were just going to say, also, some female actors, and then moving on. <laughs> <laughs> also, women exist. Yeah. So, what do you want to talk about next? Like Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep could do this. Um, With her eyes closed. For sure. Olivia Coleman. This is... I don't know if Olivia Coleman could nail this because this... Well, I don't know. They're, they're shooting a lot of this, but I feel like so much of the people we've just picked is based on their voices. Oh, so I'm trying to think of. Oh, oh, you know who would be good is. um. Oh, what's her name from Ted Lasso? Hannah Waddingham. Hannah Waddingham. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. So I get that they probably weren't allowed to bring phones. And and maybe not even allowed to bring, like, a pad of paper, but bring a pen, dude, and just write some shit down on your hand. I had that same thought. I was like, man, they should be writing this stuff down. Anything. And mm -hmm. maybe it's because lately I've taken to trying to write more shit down just because I forget shit all the time. But are you, like, afraid that cursive is a dying art and you want to try to keep it alive? Yeah, absolutely. Also, I've got a lot of really strong opinions about... What? I don't know. I was trying to think of some really toxic things, but I couldn't go there quickly. So good for you. Progress, I guess. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, pen and paper, dude. Just bring some, the fucking pen and paper. And so many times right. the, the sisters, I don't know that they would have found their clue any quicker because the clue was climb over a mountain. There's going to be a lake up there. They climbed over the first mountain they could find. There was a lake up there. It wasn't it. 
So I guess climb up a different mountain. That seems like a pain in the ass and a stupid question. But those dudes, I feel like struggled with their first set of clues. I don't remember them struggling with the second set that got to to that garage. But then certainly struggled like hell in Italy, in Venice. You know what they uh, could do if they're not allowed to write it down? Is they can't stop you from just like repeating it over and over and over in your head until uh, until it stays there. Yeah, you're right. They can't, but they they okay. Go on. That's all. Can't stop you from that. <laughs> Something I really appreciate appreciated about the Bone Brothers in Venice is how quickly they took to the. Uh, Michael D and D strategy of just wandering around the streets <laughs> saying the thing they were looking for out loud over and over and over again. Yeah, uh, do you think the woman on the balcony that they asked was a plant? Uh, maybe. Yeah. If not a plant, I think anybody in that area probably were informed. Hey, some shits. Like we're we're filming something, so. Be right. nice. Right. We haven't talked about another one of my concerns on this show is that these bone bros are just walking onto farms and climbing up buildings that they're not 100% sure are the right <laughs> ones. <laughs> the, 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 the farm, I they were so out in the middle of nowhere, I was there was no other place they could have gone. But when they were climbing into that, that, that building in the middle of the very busy streets of Venice, I definitely had that thought that the producers very clearly cleared out some area and probably let the cops know, hey, by the way, if you get some calls about uh, some people breaking into a house, it's totally part of a production. But I just had a thought right now. Great way to plan a heist. Yeah. Keep that in mind for the casino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these questions, these who wants to be a millionaire style questions, all being vaguely English history type questions took me a little out of the show because I don't know. I don't know shit about Shakespeare. I certainly, I, every question I got wrong. Um, but to have the last question, just be how long is this snake? (laughs) Here's a tape measure. Yep. Measure the snake. And here's the best part. It's the perfect type of tape measure to measure the snake. It wasn't some like metal one or a long yardstick, like wooden yardstick that she doesn't bend. This was a fabric tape that can bend along the snake. And they still managed to nearly fuck that shit up. Yeah. The fact that he measured it six times and got six completely different measurements is insane to me. Yeah. I think if we had to do this, one of us would have to hold the snake, like pin it down straight, like grab it around the neck and the tail and just pin it down and straighten it out. Okay. I think you're a underestimating the strength of a snake one two overestimating the length of our arms because i don't think we have arms long enough to straighten out that snake dude we are very large strong people point taken (laughs) we could do anything we set our minds to or we could hold hands and then one of us grabs the tail. And so yeah, that's grabs. what I'm thinking. I I would grab the head and the top of the tape measure. Yeah, and then hand it off to you for your left hand, and then we'd hold hands for some reason. Yeah. I don't think we need to hold hands. I think we'd probably just hold on to the middle well, of the snake just to be safe. <laughs> 
really show our camaraderie. You hear that, CBS? That's the type of brotherly love you want on your show, The Amazing Race. What else you got? I don't have anything else for this show. Oh, you got something else, though? No, not really. I'm just thinking less so about writing an episode two, but how do we make this show better? Okay. Stop pretending like it's a James Bond thing. No, no. You, oh, lean you into just, the you just made that thing. show worse. You just made it the Amazing Race. Who gives a shit? Lots of people like the Amazing stop, Race. Stop listening to this part, CBS. Who gives a shit about the Amazing Race? Uh, no, oh, I, I already out. told us how we make this show better earlier, and it's to lean into it and make him have henchmen that are trying to stop them along the way. Oh, yeah. And more boat races. Boat races. It's fucking perfect. Uh, paintball gunfights. Yeah, you're right. They absolutely need to simulate a lot of these like action Bond movie staples. Fucking action sequences, dude. That's what was missing from this. It was just go climb a mountain, which was kind of boring. The trying to navigate the city of Venice was sort of interesting, but it was missing. It had some sticks because there was time, but up the stakes, the, the stakes Shit, you already had a snake. Release a bunch of snakes in the streets of Venice. Yeah. Brian Cox has done a bunch of research on you, knows all of your deepest, darkest secrets, and has sent them (laughs) and has somebody waiting outside the house of each of your families and and will reveal those secrets to your wife and kids if you don't find this next (laughs) question, motherfucker. That way, it's still sort of like a bomb, but we're not killing people. No, I really like that. Or, um, like, block your mortgage payment. Just, like, call from the bank. We didn't get your mortgage payment. And then Brian Cox calls up and is like, I've got your mortgage payment. It's mine now. It's it's mine now. Unless you answer this question. And then uh, while he's on the phone with Brian Cox, the phone his other phone rings. Oh, no, his buddy, the other partner's phone rings. He's like, what do you mean they're towing the car away? <laughs> Brian Cox calls you to tell you the clues and then lets you know that they've kidnapped your daughter. Mm-hmm. And they have her in a chair with a tattoo artist who's going to tattoo my dad as a loser. <laughs> if you don't find this next question. I like that. I'm just saying... There are way more options than just there's a timer. If you don't get it, you lose. Yeah, we need to start ruining people's lives. Or at least mildly inconveniencing their lives. Done. We nailed this. Yeah. Episode two in the can. Amazon. Amazon. It's going to be hard to edit, but it's in the can. Amazon Prime. Netflix has already spurned our advances on Back to Reality. Yeah. So this is uh, this this episode is just a job application to lots of different places, and this is also our job application to you. Let us produce your next reality show because this shit has potential, but you done fucked it up. Yeah, agreed. Also, amazing race. Also, amazing race. Let us be on your show and winning a million dollars. You win a million dollars? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. That sounds great. (laughs) Amazon Prime, if you want us to do your shit and not be on The Amazing Race, $1.1 million. Yeah. Start a bidding war between The Amazing Race and Amazon Prime. (laughs)
And the highest paid entertainers this year were Eric Schmidt and Michael Tabor. They each made a billion dollars. For producing a reality show that never made it to air. Because they kept trying to put a character called the Cinnamon Wizard in it. When when asked, Michael Tabor responded, Well, I mean, the Cinnamon Wizard was why it was so expensive. That's a billion dollar idea. Oh, there's something poetic about us ruining a show by putting the Cinnamon Wizard in, you know, a character that's ruining other people's spells with putting cinnamon in them. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You want to wrap it up? Thanks for listening to the Episode 1 Podcast with Michael and Eric. You can check out our uh website it's episode one podcast.com that's spelled out o-n-e if you like the show leave a rating or review on apple podcasts if you didn't like the show leave a rating or review on apple podcasts but five stars please yes five stars really stick it to us in the text comments though like i really want to hear about how much you hated the show and how every star represents a different point about what you hated about this show. Yeah, and if you need extra stars, go just to the Apple it. star. And just, yeah, do another review and just keep adding stars. Yeah. Dude, this is a genius tactic we just came up with right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Amazing race. We want in, but only for a billion dollars. Amazon Prime, $1.1 billion, and we will produce your next reality show. Mm-hmm. And we'll release your children. Bosdi, if you want us to stop using your theme song or your song as our theme song, $1.2 billion. (laughs) See y'all next week.